Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda. I am going to be doing a new episode today, but before I get into the details on today's episode, I just want to quickly say that my last episode a few days ago was my testimony, and um, I hope and pray that sharing my testimony, which wasn't the easiest to do, has um, given encouragement and hope and has blessed any of you that have um, listened to it already, or for those of you that will listen to it, whenever that might be. Um, I pray that it encourages and blesses you and gives you hope. I was going to come on the next day and share a devotional that I had actually read that same night after I recorded my testimony. And it was as if Elohim was confirming to me because the devotional was about not allowing dysfunction um, to come into your identity in the Messiah or your purpose and your calling and in your future. So I didn't actually come on and share that devotional, but I figured I would just share that with you um, today real quick in addition to my testimony. And that was really kind of my message as well. And the point of my testimony was, again, to give that encouragement, to give that hope that, um, you know, no matter what you've come out of, no matter what has happened in your past, don't allow that to define you. Dysfunction cannot define you. Um, None of those things can define you. You are forgiven of your sins if you have repented and you have been given the gift of mercy and grace and you are able to move forward in all that Elohim has for you. So I wanted to share that quick word of encouragement in addition to my testimony. And if you have not heard it yet, I encourage you to go back and listen um, and maybe have some tissues with you of some of them. Some parts in the testimony are a bit emotional. Okay, so with all of that being said, let me go ahead and share with you what today's episode is going to be. So in my season two of my podcast, I did a two-part series called Are You Married Under Elohim, Religion, or Government? And again, that was two parts. Today's episode is going to be a part three, and I did not have this planned. Again, as most of my episodes are not planned out ahead of time, they are usually just come up in the moment by the Holy Spirit, a word that has dropped into my heart or spirit to share with you. The reason why I'm doing a part three is because I came across some information, both from a sister that I um, am connected with, and also just my own research, um, a deeper study and research on religions. Um, Now, I'm not going to go much into the government in this episode because... um, I think most of us are very familiar with how the government operates. Um, It's pretty self-explanatory, unless you may still be walking in deception or may not, you may still have some scales on your eyes concerning the government. And, you know, that's okay. In time, hopefully Elohim will help you to remove those scales and to see the truth concerning that. But I'm not going to focus on the government today because, again, I think it's pretty self-explanatory and pretty easily seen what the issue is concerning our government. Um, So I'm going to be focusing on 
religion today. And the reason why I'm focusing on religion is because if if not if most if not all of religions are man-made and that is a problem and i'm going to be sharing today um uh examples and information on man-made religions and why it's not a good thing and it's also of course concerning as it says in the title it's concerning marriage and why that's actually important, okay? So again, in my first two parts, I went more into detail and specifics about why wedding ceremonies and dresses and food and flowers and rings and all these things were really um, are not important, nor were they commanded in scripture. Um, I went into like specifics of that and... Um, why we also shouldn't marry under the government and that really the government just wants to keep tabs on us which is why they want us to fill out a license and turn it into them and and all those kinds of things so if you haven't listened to those episodes and you're listening to this one now go back and listen to those two first and then come back and listen to this part three okay so with that being said let me go ahead and jump right in so as i have mentioned so many times before within this podcast and in my ministry, the foundation of a Yah-ordained marriage, of course, should be Elohim and his word. If we marry under religion or the government or both in conjunction, right? Because many people will marry in a church and then they'll fill out a marriage license and turn it back into, you know, their state and whatnot. Um, If we do that, are we truly married under Elohim? Has Elohim truly ordained and unified that marriage? As we see in the first marriage and others that follow within Torah, right? There are examples of this. Are we really glorifying and glorifying and honoring Yah with our marriage? Right? If you married under the government or religion or both, or were in a counterfeit marriage or relationship, you were not married under Elohim nor is it valid in his eyes. And again, I'm not going to go into detail because I've already talked about it several times. But when you look at Matthew, I'm just going to say this, when you look at Matthew chapter 19, verse 6, it clearly says, Yahushua says it very clearly, okay? Whom Elohim has joined together. So in regards to a counterfeit marriage or relationship, it is not valid in his eyes because it is not a union. It is not two people that he called to bring together. And that's all I'm going to say there because I've already talked about all of that in other episodes. And again, the focal point of this episode are the man-made religions, okay? But I wanted to start with that, okay? Because the foundation of every marriage should be Elohim. It should be Yahuwah, okay? If it is not, then again, it's one of two things. Either you are with someone that you are not called to be with, okay? And again, no, it, the person does not become the right spouse for you if you marry them. No, this, the spouse does not become the right person for you because you married in a church or you are now legally through the government labeled as, you know, Mr. and Mrs. No, none of that matters, okay? What matters is, does Abba see you as man and wife because he called the two of you together? Did you marry under him or did you marry under a man-made religion or um, the government? Okay. 
The only third factor that should be in your marriage besides you and your spouse is Elohim. Because he he's not only the author and creator of marriage, right, and all that comes with it, but he's he is the one that brought the two of you together, okay, that called the two of you together. The third person or party should not be the government or man-made religion in your marriage, okay? Now, for those of you who are married, you are married to the one that Yah has ordained for you. And this is confirmation, okay? You you know this is the one that Yah ordained for you to marry. But for whatever reason, okay, you married at the time, either under government or religion or both, maybe because you were new in your walk, maybe you were still walking in deception, maybe you didn't know truth, maybe family and friends had a say in how the two of you should have gotten married, maybe it's been passed down from generation to generation, you know, again, you just didn't know the truth. You're new in your walk. Um, if this is the case, this is my message for you. And again, if you know you are married to the one Yah ordains you with, but you married either under religion or under government, maybe you got married um, in the courthouse or you got married in, let's say, a Catholic church or a Baptist church or whatever. Um, my message to you and your spouse is for the both of you to repent as you've now come to truth and renew your covenant, renew your vows before Elohim, just you, your spouse, and Elohim. Do not do this in a church or courthouse, otherwise you're defeating the purpose. So, for example, go to maybe a beautiful area um, outdoors, you know, if it's nice out, do it in your home, you know, whatever. Um, As long as it's not in a church, that is a man-made religion, okay, or government, meaning at a courthouse. So, you know, do it before Elohim, just you and your spouse, maybe your children as well, um, and just renew that way, okay? Just, but more importantly, repent, okay? Repent, just say that you realized you married under the government, you know, or that you married, you know, under a man-made religion, you know, and just repent for that, okay? Now, what I am going to do now is share the information that I have come into regarding man-made religions. Now, again, I'm not going to go into detail about the government because, again, many of us know it's pretty self-explanatory, um, but I'm going to explain man-made religions and why these religions are not of our Elohim. They are not of Abba Yahuwah. They are from man. And for those of you that are questioning and wondering if this is true, I'm now going to go ahead and share with you the information, okay, and the truth. If you do not believe me, that is fine. Go back to Abba in prayer and you can also do your own research. Now, remember, not everything you find on the internet is true, okay? We are in a lot of deception, Okay, so I just wanted that to be known and said. (laughs) Okay, so I am actually going to start with Catholicism, which is Catholic, and Christianity. And I'm going to start with those two together because they go hand in hand with one another. Okay, so these two religions began in AD 325 as Constantine called the Council of Nicaea in an attempt to unify Christianity. During Constantine's time, 
there were actually several sects, S-E-C-T-S, I hope I said that correctly, of Christianity, as well as pagan religions within Rome. Apparently, Constantine promoted Christianity as a religion that could unite the Roman Empire. The Roman Catholic Church created, quote-unquote, the name Jesus, and the name, quote-unquote, Christ was given as a last name. While this freedom to the Christians seemed like a positive step, the mixing of Christian beliefs with pagan practices was a negative blow to the purity of faith and actual relationship with Yahuwah and Yahusha or Yeshua. Okay? And yes, all of this occurred after the apostles like Peter, for example, because we know Yeshua called Peter to be the rock and that he would build upon that rock, okay? Um, So that is that with Catholicism and Christianity. And there are a lot of other things too. The fact that when you walk into a Catholic church, there are all these statues and, you know, uh, they are praying to, you know, Mother Mary and the apostles or the saints and things like that. We know that that goes against even some of the the commandments, right? In the Torah, we are not to have any idols, right? We are not to have any idols. Okay, that's idolatry. So when Catholic churches have all these statues of the saints and Mother Mary and all these things, you know, who are they really worshiping, right? You know, and it's idolatrous, you know? Um, Christianity, I'm, I'm really not even going to Christianity because there's so much wrong with Christianity that I've, I've come to learn. Like the keeping of the holidays, you know, uh, Valentine's Day, Easter, even Halloween. There are many churches of different denominations that are participating in Halloween. You know, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, and things like that. And as I once said before, when you look at Catholicism and Christianity, they are taking away from scripture. When you look at Judaism, the religion of Judaism, which I'm getting ready to go into next, they've added to scripture. So both are incorrect, okay? Um, But there is a lot wrong that I can go on and on about um, Catholicism and Christianity. Um, Also another thing, you know, the praying the rosary beads and all that kind of stuff. It's just, no, it's just not, it's not good and it's not what what Abba ever said to do, not within the Torah or anything like that. Um, so yeah, that's that's that with Catholicism, Christianity. Again, I could go on and on, but um, I won't for the sake of time. But there's a general idea and some information for you to really think about and pray about. Now with Judaism, let's go ahead and talk about Judaism. Okay, because I'm going to be honest you know, I do not follow any denomination. I do not follow any religion because they are man-made. Most people right off the bat think I'm Jewish because I cover my head. Um, I do not celebrate the holidays. You know, I follow Torah and so on and so forth. What I say is I am Torah observant and I am Hebrew. Okay. Because Hebrew, you are grafted in. And that was the original right? The original, like how it was supposed to be just relationship with Yahuwah and follow the Torah. And that was that. Okay. Judaism started out rooted there, but then it became man-made and I'm going to explain how that happened. Okay. But this is why I'm neither Christian nor Jewish nor Catholic nor anything like that. And this is why. 
Now, with Judaism, it was rooted in the ancient Near Eastern region of Canaan, which today constitutes as Israel and the Palestinian territories. Judaism emerged from the beliefs and practices of the people known as Israel, right? Um, and what is also considered classical or rabbinical, right? Um, Judaism did not emerge until 1st century CE. While Judaism originally began with, you know, our Elohim and then Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and his 12 sons, and includes the Torah, etc., the issue came in and where it became man-made was with the Talmud, which is a collection of teachings and commentaries, or also known as oral laws, that was created and finalized in 3rd century AD, and the second form being completed and finalized in the 5th century AD. The problem with the Talmud was that it was created by Babylonia and Palestine, whereas the Torah, for example, was written by Moses, was given to Moses by Yahuwah, and was written by Moses, okay? We also know that the Pharisees, who were overly religious, enforced the Talmud along with the Torah. They were also full of greed and self-indulgence. They exhibited themselves as righteous because they followed law, but were in fact not righteous. We even see in scripture, I believe in the book of Matthew, where Yahushua even called the Pharisees hypocrites. The other problem with the Talmud and the Pharisees was that they added laws and commandments. Remember I said earlier, Judaism adds to scripture, Christianity and Catholicism takes away, okay? So they added laws and commandments, about a total of 613, none which are found in Torah, making Judaism a man-made religion, okay? Again, which is why even though I follow Torah, I consider myself Hebrew and not Jewish or follow the Judaism religion for that reason right there, because it became man-made. It started out right? How we see in the Torah. But then as more and more time went on, and then we had the Pharisees, and then we had the Talmud that was created in in addition to the Torah and all these kind of things. That's where Judaism became man-made and why I personally do not follow Jewish religion or Judaism, okay? I am simply a Hebrew who who has been grafted in mercifully and graciously by Abba. And I just have a personal relationship with him. I follow the Torah and the whole Bible, and that is it, okay? And also another reason why I highly, highly encourage people to not marry under man-made religion or the government, okay? If you have been given the gift of a godly marriage, of a marriage ordained by Abba himself, you should not be getting married under these man-made religions, okay, or the government, okay? Because we're not honoring and glorifying him when we do that, okay? Now, let me go on. Um, I have just a few more. The Baptist religion. The Baptist religion was created by John Smith in 1608. The Pentecostal religion was created by Charles Parham or Parham in 1901. The Mormon religion was created by Joseph Smith in 1830. And I believe they even have their own Bible, if I remember correctly. Uh, the Jehovah Witnesses religion was created by Charles Taz Russell in 1872. I believe they also have their own Bible. 
okay? And the Seventh-day Adventist was created by William Miller in 1863, which I also noticed to be true because I watched a documentary on that, okay? Now, we know that there are many other religions I'm not even going to go into, um, but I wanted to give those examples of those religions and how they are man-made. Even the one that started out rooted, right, in, in Yahuwah <laughs> became man-made, okay? And I wanted to share that because this, this is the conviction and this is the revelation that I was given, okay? Um, this is why it is so important that we are not married under a man-made religion or under the government, okay? This is why I say this. And when the Holy Spirit began showing me that the man-made traditions of a marriage, of a wedding, you know, the whole getting married in a church, there's the man-made religion, okay? Going by what they say you have to do, you know, having to be married in their sanctuary, um, having to turn in a marriage license to whatever state you reside in so that you can be considered in their eyes or legally husband and wife. But who are they to say that you are husband and wife? That is Abba that calls that, you know? So for example, say there's John and Sally, okay? And John and Sally were ordained by Abba to come together into holy matrimony. Who are their family and friends to say how they should get married? Who is the church, this man-made religion, say they're, they're Catholic, okay? Say both of them grew up Catholic, their parents are Catholic, their family's Catholic and all this. Who are any of them, not the church, not their families or anything, to tell them that they have to get married in that church? That they have to have a mass, that they have to include the rosary in their in their wedding ceremony, and they have to pray to Mother Mary, and they have to do all this, and then afterwards they have to fill out a marriage license and turn it into their states. Let's say they live in the state of um, Florida, okay? And that in order for them to officially be husband and wife, they've got to turn that license into the state of Florida so that the state of Florida can then recognize them as husband and wife. None of that has to happen because what really truly matters is that Abba said, I call John and Sally as husband and wife. That's it. That's what truly matters. And if it is a godly marriage and it is a God-ordained marriage, then that is what matters. Okay? Not to mention, and I, and I said this in part one, the money aspect. Nowadays, to get married in a church, you've got to pay several hundred dollars or a couple of hundred dollars just to use their sanctuary. Even if you are a part of that church, let's just say that is your home church. You have to spend all this money on food, catering, music, uh, the, the ceremony itself, then the reception afterwards, then the honeymoon, the rings, the attire. No, the pictures, you know, photography. That is insane. <laughs> and I made mention <clears throat> in part one and maybe part two that when wedding rings, for an example, have pagan roots, just like some of these man-made religions. Rings nowhere are commanded in scripture, okay? And on top of that, they, um, I believe they originate from Egypt, okay? Which we know to be pagan, okay? So 
this is why I say anything. Listen, and I, I actually had already had someone, and I'm actually kind of surprised that it took this long and that it's only been one person so far. I've actually had one person that listened, um, not to those episodes regarding, are you married under Elohim or religion or government, but they actually commented on my episodes where I was talking about the truth about remarriage and divorce, which is another thing. And he actually said that I was, I needed to repent, that I was blaspheming, that I was going against what scripture says, um, concerning marriage and all of these things, right? And I just thought, well, I guess it's about time because I figured this was going to happen. But brothers and sisters, it's the truth. It is the truth. If we have seen man-made religions be born, okay, from deception, from false teachings, from misunderstandings of scripture and all these things, okay, you can, you can bet, okay, that there are going to be misunderstandings and a lot of deception concerning marriage and how it's actually supposed to be. And this is the one thing that Abba has graciously and mercifully given me the knowledge and wisdom concerning these things and concerning scriptures pertaining to it. And this is the truth. You know, I used to wonder, as I was a little girl and growing up, I knew that marriage was on my heart. I knew it was something I desired, regardless of, you know, what I went through personally and family and marriage and things like that. I knew it, it was still there, something that I wanted to have. Um, and I knew that Elohim had put that desire there because it was something he was going to give me. But it was weird how I could never picture my wedding day. I could never picture what I wanted to wear. I could never decide what church it was going to be in or any of that. And now I know why. Because it's not going to be, or it wasn't going to be, I should say. It wasn't going to be like that. Because that's not what he calls. And again, I'm going to say this. Nowhere in scripture, not even the Torah, does it tell you or instruct specifically how you are to marry. Instead, what we see are two things. One, we see examples of marriages ordained by Abba Yahuwah within the Bible. And number two, the only thing else we see in regards to marriage are in the, the, um, the writings of Paul. So in the New Testament, where he talks about how to maintain your marriage in a godly aspect or perspective, okay? Now, I've had people tell me, well, what about the other things that Paul said about if you're married to an unbeliever, you know, stay with them unless they decide to leave and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's a totally different thing, okay? Um, and again, that can still fall under what I've been talking about with counterfeit relationships, okay? Because the thing is, if you married someone, okay, because I'm going to be completely honest with you, not all of Paul Paul's writings I completely agree with fully, okay? Um, yes, Paul kept the Torah. Yes, majority of his writings I have studied and used even in my own words and messages pertaining to marriage. But in this part where he talks about this, the understanding with that is if both you and your spouse were unbelievers, you married, okay? Which means you were already out of Yahuwah's will, okay? That's that's what you have to consider and factor in. If you married someone that was an unbeliever, 
and you were also an unbeliever, or maybe you were a believer, and you married an unbeliever, you were already outside of the will of, of Abba, okay? Because scripture clearly says, do not be unequally yoked. And I've also talked about this. Unequally yoked means a believer to an unbeliever, okay? So if you willingly married somebody knowing they were an unbeliever, you were already outside of the will of, of Yahuwah. Now, if both of you were un- were unbelievers and one of you came, right, to repentance and began to follow Abba, this is what Paul is talking about. But even there, this is what I have to encourage, is to pray and seek Abba on that and see, is this the person he wanted you to marry? Okay? Is this someone he wanted you to be with? Or are you with someone he never called you to be with? Because this is the thing. When you look at that scripture, it almost falls along the lines of what I've been talking about. Okay? When you look at that scripture, Matthew 19 verse 6 says, Who Elohim has joined together, let no man separate. Yes, Paul kept Torah. Yes, Paul was a servant of Abba. Yes. But... I also feel that that scripture there is somewhat falling under a man-made commandment, okay? Because this was Paul saying this. He wasn't saying that it was instructed by Yahuwah himself, okay? Paul's writings, a lot of it, yes, are based on Torah and based on his understanding that he has been given. But some of it is not, Okay, I almost feel like it's kind of like a Talmud situation, you know. Um, so, you know, I just highly encourage that if that's your case, that's your situation, you know, please pray about it. Okay, please pray about it. Because remember, like I've said in my other words, you know, Abba has to allow certain things to fall apart and break down and break apart in order for the right things, the things that he has called and has ordained to come together. And sometimes that includes a marriage or that includes a relationship. Okay? That's just how it works, you know? So, um... You would need to go back and listen to quite a few of, of, of uh, episodes I've already done to understand that because I have explained it. Um, and again, for the sake of time, I'm already 30 minutes in. I'm not going to go any further on that. Okay. But again, the whole point of this word is to to add an addition to what I've already talked about concerning being married, you know, under, you know, religion or government. And now we see why this is a problem because all of these religions, if not if not most of them, all of them, are man-made. Government, I really don't even need to say much about that. There's so much wrong with the government. <laughs> so if you're being married under one or both of those things, you know, I mean, I know some of you are saying, well, we got married that way, but our foundation, our, our foundation of our marriage is still Abba. That's great. But I would repent about how you made your vows and how you came together. Because it doesn't honor him, it doesn't glorify him. And what you've done is you have included man-made religion or you have included government into what is supposed to be godly. Remember that whenever he gives us anything, gifts, miracles, blessings, callings, purpose, assignments... 
we need to give those things back to him and we need to glorify him with those things. We are not glorifying or honoring him with our marriage by coming together through man-made religion or the government. You know, and again, I understand that so many people have been walking in this deception for years and years. You know, you look at your families, your great grandparents did it that way. Your grandparents did it that way. Your parents did it that way. Now they expect you to do it. That's the other problem. Why? Because this, as you can see, has been going on for so long. I mean, look at when Judaism began. Look at where or when um, Catholicism and Christianity began. Look at when, you know, all the other ones began, you know, Baptist, Pentecostal, Mormon, Jehovah Witness, Seventh-day Adventist. Most of these started over a hundred years ago, if not more than that, obviously. So yeah, it's no wonder that generation after generation after generation passes down the same thing. And here's the thing. If Abba is giving you a godly marriage, a marriage ordained by him, he's giving you that assignment to break off from that, be set apart, and marry the way that he is calling you to marry. Now, I'm not going to explain how it was for me or share that right now because I don't want you to think that's how you should do it. It's going to be different and special for every couple. That's where you seek him and ask him how he wants you to do it. And he will let you know. He will let you know. Okay, and again, like I said in the beginning, if you have already been married and you are married to the one, your, your God-ordained spouse, but you did it in a church, you did it under religion, or you did it under government, all you have to do is repent, okay? And, and ask Abba how he would like for you to renew your covenant, or renew your vows, okay? Again, later on down the road, I will share a testimony of how it was for me, um, but I'm not going to do it now because I don't want any of you who are listening or will listen to this think that that's exactly how it should be done. That's That was the conviction and the instruction given to me specifically. So um, I don't want you to think that that's exactly how you should do it. Okay. And again, that also depends on where you're at as well. Like I said, I am not a Christian. I am not a Catholic. I am not Jewish. I'm not Baptist. I'm not Mormon. I'm not any of those things. I'm not Amish. Okay, I am Hebrew, grafted over, and I have a personal relationship with Yahuwah and Yahusha. And, um, you know, I spent time in prayer concerning this, and he revealed to me how to go about it concerning, you know, quote-unquote wedding and marriage. Um, so again, that is all that I have for you. Um, I just wanted to share, you know, why religion is really not from Abba Yah. It's not. It's not from Elohim. It is man-made, and I've just given you information on that. You're welcome to go and research it. Again, please remember that not everything you find is going to be accurate or even true. Um, pray about it, you know, but I just wanted to give that information additionally to what I've already said concerning this topic. Are you married under Elohim, religion, or government? Okay. Um, and again, you can find those episodes in season two. Okay. So that is it for this episode. I pray it encourages you and blesses you. Again, if you have any questions, concerns, or need counsel or prayer, 
you're welcome to email me at byhisgracemarriage at gmail.com. And yeah, that is it. So thank you so much for listening. And I will talk with you in my next episode. Thank you.